The Skull and I is getting set for their Big Ten tournament semifinals matchup this Thursday at College Park against Ohio State. Last time the Buckeyes and Skull and Knights matched up, it was back on March 27th here in Piscataway, where the Skull and Knights were down 3-0 and won 18-7 altogether against Ohio State. Rutgers looking to win their first Big Ten semifinal matchup since 2016. They also look to make a run for their first ever Big Ten title in program history. With that, here's Shane on WRSU-FM, New Brunswick. Shane, how are you, sir? Thanks so much for coming on. I'm great. Thank you for having me. Hey, Shane, overall, you know, you and this team, you are having a phenomenal year. You're, you're number three in the country. You're coming off several wins in a row. You're 4-1 altogether in Big Ten play. And this week upcoming, Big Ten semifinals. Looking to win in that round for the first time since 2016. Your opponent this time is Ohio State. How is this team feeling entering this matchup? It's two days away, and it's closer than we think. Um, I think we're feeling good. Uh, we, we've beaten them before, but obviously we're going to get a different team, a more experienced team, and a better team overall, a team that's going to prepare for us more than they did last time because they'll have a lot more scout on us. So um, I'm excited. I think it's going to be a great game. Yeah, for sure, indeed. And last year, this team made it to the Big Ten semifinals, lost to Johns Hopkins in a shootout matchup, lost 12-10 to 10 overall. How is this team going to approach the semifinal differently this year? Again, Johns Hopkins, you, you lost to them last year. You haven't won a semifinal since 2016. What's the specific approach in this one when it comes to a historical standpoint? Um, I think it's a similar approach, but definitely not the same overall. I mean, from our perspective, we don't know if we're getting in the tournament or not, so it's winner go home for us so this is basically a, a tournament game for us so we get, we got no choice but but to take it home absolutely indeed and you know it's do or die it's back and forth and it's crazy to think you know this team number three in the country you're four and one in big 10 play you've had many big wins this year not just versus big 10 teams but earlier versus army and other ranked teams in this season does that get in your way at all when it comes to possibly not making the tournament maybe making the tournament are there any possible mental laps in that regard um, uh, not really. I think it's just we got to play our game, got to come out. I mean, we're going to have to win this game either way if we want to win the Big Ten tournament. So might as well kill two birds with one stone. Absolutely, indeed. And we look at your stats overall. 26 goals, 38 points. Shane, last year you were the Big Ten freshman of the year with 16 goals. This year you're a sophomore and you get more goals, uh, 10 exactly more compared to last season. You have to four hat excuse me, three at one point in a row. And the way you've been, you know, an offensive machine so far this year, you being one of the top 20-plus goal scorers on this team, how did you carry in your freshman success into your sophomore season right now where you have 26 goals, you're a top-notch player, you're having much better of a season than you were in your opening start? Uh, I think this comes down to experience, uh, playing with guys more that I played with last year, having better chemistry, and honestly just going through our offensive sets and doing what our coaches tell us to do because that's what's that's what's going to work and I mean it has worked and just trying to do my job not trying to do too much too little that's that's all yeah, definitely, indeed. And I've asked the same question to many of your teammates, both on the offense, the defense, the goalkeeping, even your coach, Brian Brecht. And when it comes to how this team pieces together, you know, you know, what makes this team so uniquely good piece by piece? And how is that all going to transition specifically in this big game this Thursday versus Ohio State? This is do or die. This is make or break right now. This uh, this upcoming Thursday in, in College Park versus the Buckeyes. How is everything piece by piece going to truly form itself this week um i think it just comes down to i mean we're a tight-knit group every position we've got great players great talent good experience 
So I guess it's just, um, yeah, like you said, it's do or die. We have the pieces, no excuses. And altogether, I mean, you, Brian Cameron, Ronan Jacoby, Mitch Bartolo, most of those guys, like I mentioned, like Cameron, Bartolo, and Jacoby, those are transfer guys. Those are new guys. You know, they've been only here for this season, but the way they're playing, they're playing like they've been here for four, five, six years. They've been here for a long, long period of time. How have they been able to fit in so quickly in your mind and with them fitting in so quickly, taking over as captains, leaders very early on in, you know, their careers at Rutgers? How have you been able to bounce off of that? Um, I think one of the good things that we have going here is that we've had transfers in the past and we know how to deal with it now. I mean, we're not going to we have these guys come in. We're going to push them. We're going to we're going to invite them, but we're going to push them and we're going to all make each other better. All bring experience from different programs, but keep that same mentality and the same culture that we have in ours. So I think it bounces back with each other. Well, when you go from your freshman year, you had Adam Charlambides, you had Kieran Mullins, you had Connor Kirst, Colin Kirst's brother. This year, the, uh, the guys I mentioned, Bartolo, Jacoby, Cameron, guys like that, even Ross Scott, who's a junior, who's been your leading scorer this year, over 30 goals, over 50 points altogether in the regular season. How has the upperclassmen mentorship really formed you into the, to the sophomore you are right now? Where, again, Shane, you're young. You still have at least two more years to go. The way you're playing, you play like a veteran, nitty-gritty type of player only in two years. How has that veteran experience you've had with those uh, type of players, how has that really molded you into who you are in that regard? Well, I think the, these guys have done a great job building the culture of this program and maintaining it. So, I mean, just watching these guys day in, day out, preparing, uh, practice, uh, game time comes around. I think it's just following in their footsteps and uh, seeing what they do best and trying to replicate it. Definitely indeed. And, and and not just your offensive game. I talked about the 26 goals, your multiple hat-tricks, four in the season, three at one point back-to-back-to-back games, three goals in a row, you know, nine goals in three games. It's absolutely incredible. You also have a very defensive grittiness to you, and you get physical when needed. You go to the dirty areas to make a play when needed for your team. How do you transition from back and forth where, again, you can put up goals left and right, but you can also be a very physical player that gets the mojo going and really the tone of the game going at the same exact time uh, i think that's just something that has come with experience playing defense whether it's in lacrosse basketball football other sports um being able to go both ways has always been a big part of my game so i've been doing it all throughout high school and uh it's it's carried on here i'm glad to say that i'm going both ways i'm proud to say that i can go, go both ways so that's something i take pride in we look at you, we look at Nick Tereski, we look at other, you know, underclassmen, the sophomores especially who were on this team last year, who are on this team, who have some experience, you especially having a, a lot of experience thus far here on the banks. How do sophomores like you and Tereski especially, you know, build up the character, build up the momentum from an underclassman standpoint? And how can you transition that not just for the rest of this season, but for the rest of your times here at Rutgers? Um, I, I mean, Nick Tereski is one of my roommates. Jackie Moon's one of my roommates. And I think we do a great job of pushing each other. I think I push them, they push me. And uh, it's been working for us, going back and forth and just getting better. Um, obviously, we're following in the footsteps of, like you said, the experience that's been in this program, the fourth, fifth, sixth-year guys. So that that can't hurt, definitely. 
For sure. And Shane, I tell you, you know, you you you've got the goal scoring talent, you have the defensive talent. Something that you're very good at, man. You just grab, you know, your stick with one arm and somehow you've been able to just toss it there into the back of the cage. You you did that twice. You did it a few weeks ago versus Penn State to uh, to round out the regular season. You did it back in February versus Army. How are you able to have such a strength to just grab the stick, sling it with one arm and able to find your way into the back of the net? How do you do that time and time again? Um, I think that's just the uh, right place, right time. I mean, uh, that's just stuff that you know, all the kids practice in their backyard uh, growing up. And that's like something that that situation, a lot of guys dream of. So I've, I've been lucky to be in that situation twice where I've had the opportunity to do that. And I guess the work in the backyard has paid off. I mean, I mean, maybe it's the work in the backyard. Maybe it's just, I don't know, I'm Shane Knobloch. I go out there, I can toss it like that, and I make it look as easy as pie. I don't know what it is, Shane, but for some reason, you know, once you have that script with that one arm, you just fling it, and it just goes in. I just, I, it just, it's, it's, it's very impressive to see how consistently you can do it and how you can do it time and time again, whether it's a Big Ten team or not a Big Ten team that's still a top 15 team in the country at that time in Army. Altogether, again, Ohio State, a team you beat, to kick off Big Ten play uh, back in March at home, 18-7. to That was March 27th. You guys gave up the first three goals of the game. After that, you won by 11. You only allowed four goals after that. You won 18-7 to to kick off Big Ten play. How can we see the same type of result or similar result against this Buckeyes team that you beat over a month ago? How can you beat them again this time in, in the Big Ten semifinals? I think uh, part of it's definitely replicating what we did, what worked, and figuring figuring out what didn't work, what they exploited offensively and defensively at the midfield, across the lines. I think that's one thing that we can look at, we can improve on. And, I mean, they're, they're going to come out different. It's going to be a different team. It's going to be a different game. But uh, we just have to be prepared to go back and forth with them as game of runs. And uh, I think it's going to be fun. For sure, indeed. And again, you know, you're coming off a win last time around on April 23rd on Senior Day at home. It was 15-14, the final. And this was a game where Penn State had your number from the start. They were up by four at one point. You had to come from behind and eventually win the contest. How can you prevent coming from behind? How can you start quickly and stay consistent throughout 60 minutes of play? Um, I think that's more of a composure thing. I think uh, we went down and no one was really worried. No one was panicking that's what we're taught to do i mean Mm -hmm. you can't put four goals in at one time got to put one in at a time and that's that's what we did and that's that's what we'll have to do if we go down so yeah Definitely indeed. And Shane, last question for you all together. Shane Knobloch here with me, Alex Carminati on the WRSU crew on WRSU FM New Brunswick. Shane, this game again, this season, it's been an incredible year so far for this team. Number three in the country, 12 wins, first time ever Rutgers has done that in a regular season. You went 4-1 in Big Ten play. You're playing the Buckeyes in a Big Ten uh, semifinals this Thursday in Maryland. Altogether, you know, describe this season for me in one word, and how can that one word motivate this team? the rest of the way forward i mean in one word that's tough but um i'd say resilient i mean we've we've lost to a couple teams we wish we had them back but um i think it's important that we've had a good regular season and we've seen what we can do but uh the real season starts now so we'll see 
Resilience, excellent, dominant. That's been Shane Knobloch. That's been Rutgers men's lacrosse the entire season long in 2022. Everything they've done, 12 wins throughout the season, number three in the country, 4-1 and in Big Ten play. Everything is on the line this Thursday in Maryland when, when the Skull Knights play Ohio State in the Big Ten semifinals. Altogether, that is uh, Thursday. Of course, WRSU will have live coverage of that at 8 p.m. Eastern. Chris Sakona's Dennis Geisler are going to be in uh, College Park for that game. And of course, for the Scarlet Knights, if they can win that game, they'll be doing so for the first time in 2016. They look to make a run for a Big Ten championship. If that happens, they're looking to make a run for their first ever uh, Big Ten title. But Shane Knobloch joining me here on the crew. Shane, thank you very much for your time. I appreciate it. And all the best, especially on Thursday against Ohio State. All right, thank you so much. Nice talking to you.